3: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Sports Radio 610
4: presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman.
0: Good morning, and welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. Hour number two already. Goodness. That first hour went by quick. All right, looking at weather. Uh, where's those east winds? East, northeast still persisting. Looks like Eagle point 17 to 20. That's pretty much the most accurate port report uh, I can get on the bay. That picks up that wind good because it's out on that point facing into the, into the wind. That's not a good place to put in when you're uh, venturing out in Galveston Bay, putting in on that side like that, but it always seemed that way when we'd have a tournament. We're always putting in over in that direction, heading out. Looks like the North Jetty, we have a uh, east-northeast wind at 15, that's sustained, and at uh, San Luis Pass, it's 14, Freeport surf surfside there, it's 18, so... uh a little breezy, and it's picking up. It looks like it's going to be a fairly windy day. They're calling for it, 15 to 25, so we'll just uh, deal with it, see how that works out. All right, let's go down to G-Town. Let's check in with Captain Sharky Marquez this morning and see what he check his pulse this morning. Good morning, Michael. What's up? What's up, buddy? Not a lot. How you doing this morning? Oh, you know,
5: I got a little bit of a, I'm good, but I got a little bit of a weird one as far as what time I'm leaving. I got, a, I think, a couple coming in. They were a little bit worried about this wind and the bite and everything, so I pushed this just a just a hair back. It looks like I got a major bite, whatever bite there is, um, showing, up, showing up around 9 o'clock to you know like 10 30 11 so mm-hmm. man that wind's howling though wind's blowing yes, it is
0: it's uh it's a cranking <laughs> it's a cranking
5: yeah i got a weird one uh the other guys i think J- jj's out of town with his family but shane and uh, chris are both on the water this morning leaving out early so at least i have a good update kind of what's going on out there what the water looks like what's what's going on but um Anyway, it'll be interesting to see, man, what uh what everything looks like. I know Shane went live yesterday. We just got back in town yesterday, but uh he went live yesterday, and boy, they were sitting in some rough stuff there at the jetty. I saw fish, that
0: so. uh, choppy, choppy water they were catching fish in. It was a little, <laughs> little rough. They were catching. It them, was rough.
5: It was rough. Yeah, and it was windy yesterday, but it it wasn't like. I think today is going to blow that out the water, so.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be a little, a little breezier today.
5: Yeah, I think I heard you, would, what's it called, 15, 25? That's, that's yeah, it's uh that's cranking
0: right now at the jetty at 15, but the forecast is 15 to 25 east, northeast. Mm, my man, my it's mind. got a little east in it. Oh, buddy. Yeah. Got some east in it, brother. Yeah, it's, uh. But, hey, you don't like the wind today, it'll be really nice. Tomorrow it's going to be north at 30.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that something? Come get you some. (laughs) Isn't that something? Well, you got your days, don't you?
0: Yeah, you do. You just got to play the game between fronts.
5: That's it. That's it. Oh, my gosh. Well, we've uh, been waiting uh, for uh. this
0: time of year all year long, waiting for the cool down and uh, fall fishing, and this is what you get with it.
5: Yeah, that's right. Unfortunately, uh, you gotta, you got to take the good with the bad and the bad with the good. Exactly.
0: Oh, man. Well, did you have a good holiday?
5: We did, brother. We did. Awesome. We, uh, we burned off, me and my wife, We burned off to Fredericksburg for a couple of days.
0: in Hill country. Yeah,
5: man, it's so nice up there, man. It is
0: It's it so is. nice. That's why so many it's people gorgeous. retire up there.
5: I tell you what, man, we had a we had a good time just being lazy and and uh, catching up on everything, and then we came back in yesterday. Spent the spent the evening with the fam and ate good food and just messed around and had a had a good time. Played some games and. Got my butt beat by the niece and nephew, and it was good. Uh, It was good times, man. It was good times. So, we had a great holiday. What'd you guys do? Y'all do anything fun?
0: Yeah, just uh, spent time with the family and uh, did a bunch of cooking and uh, (laughs) just, uh, hey, rest and relaxation.
5: That's it, man. It's uh, it was much needed for uh, for all of us, probably. Much needed, man. Well, I tell you what, I seen uh, I seen a bunch of videos of of uh flounder coming in six at a time. Oh, I'm telling you, I've been seeing it.
0: <laughs> hey, I think, you know, with flounder season being co- closed, more people are putting putting those pictures and videos up, you know, bigger than ever. <laughs>
5: I'm telling look, you, man.
0: What, look what I could have had for dinner tonight. Oh man, <laughs> I know it.
5: But I mean, I, you know, what's so strange to me is, you know, we've got the catch and release tournament going on. Um, well, we got the the biggest flounder overall from November 1st through December 15th. Um, I'm sorry, from November 1st through January 1st, we get 15 days of fishable, keepable you know, right. flounder. Um, but what's crazy to me is, man, every single time I have stopped in some back inlet or, you know, pulled over to a little honey hole or, you know, just for that last 30, 40 minutes of the trip, just to, just to, you know, try to catch a big flounder real quick to end things off. I mean, there is multiple boats fishing for them. Multiple. Um those inlets in the in the harbor and you know those little sweet spots around the ship channel they got people in them and they're yeah. flounder fishing Yeah, so, they are. <laughs> I'm telling you man so it's I mean it's kind of a cool deal uh to see everybody yeah I, I you mean, know it's
0: like our trout limits I don't you know it's like we always said hey if they have to drop them to one fish a day or no fish a day we're still going fishing you know you can always right. take a fish off right. and throw it back in the water you know Oh well, heck yeah! I think it's I mean, pretty cool, man, do to it see everybody get More the enjoyment.
5: Yeah, they are fun to freaking fish for. Freaking yeah, they sport. are.
0: Man, there's people go crazy over flounder. I'm telling you, man, it's just a super unique
5: bite. It's just that thump, man. It's hard to beat. It is dragging those baits across the
0: bottom, and then
5: wham!
0: It's hard to beat. Yeah, so well, I'm waiting. In- white fishing this time of year and you catch a big one that's just that's a bonus fish you go wow look at that right out of these yeah yeah
5: Yeah. i love it man i love it it's cool it's really really cool i mean i will be i will be interested to see what that ship channel looks like december 15th (laughs) i mean we all know it's going to be bad you know but
0: what blog say that one morning (laughs) He said, "Hey, December fifteenth, you better not be anywhere near on Highway one forty six or I forty five going south." Oh my gosh, he said, it's Stay gonna off be off the freeways. They're be good. they're coming to G Town.
5: Yep, they're coming, man. You know <laughs> we uh, it's <laughs> it's gonna be something. Yep, we're gonna try to. Bra- uh, we're probably we're probably gonna try to camp it out. You know we do uh. Every year we try to we try to blast. We leave it like I don't know eleven thirty or something like that. And you know I'm talking about at night. We leave right. late and then we'll uh,
0: after we'll midnight, fish. Land yeah. in the water. let's get up, boys. <laughs> yeah.
5: We'll fish from like midnight to four. Like this year, I've got a you know I've got a morning trip. So basically, I'm just going to try to catch up on sleep that day before leave from midnight to four and then run a you know run a six a.m. to you know noon trips I was basically like running double trips you know and then I just blocked off that afternoon so I could kind of catch up on some rest but it'll be uh it'll be good times we're gonna try to get out there and whack them marathon it yeah buddy
0: it's gonna be what's fun man. Biggest, uh, what's the biggest flounder y'all caught so far um
5: uh, maybe like 21 21 and a half inches nothing crazy big but real yeah. big. You know, I mean a good like
0: probably it's like our tribe five. right now, they're real thick. Yeah. Yeah. And the reds. Probably. Don't forget about the reds. They're all humped up too, man. They got shoulders. Oh up. shoot, and man. It, I mean a keeper, you can barely get your hands around the shoulders of it. I got a big hand. Yeah.
5: And we've been smacking, I mean, we've been smacking some slot reds. I mean, I think we I think we caught more slot reds this season. You know, usually those bulls are pushing a lot of them slots out, but man, I mean, we just haven't seen it. We haven't you know, seen it's it like,
0: how it flip flops. You know, when when y'all are doing so good on the bulls, when they're just you know, or y'all are covered up on the jetties and down south, yeah. and we're catching more slots up here, and then it it flips. Be y'all will be tearing the slots up, and we got bulls all over the place. It's crazy. That's crazy. Happen. Yeah, Isn't that's that crazy. And for that these is interesting. Fish, the way they move around in these big schools. I mean, this bay system. I mean, this is one of the biggest bay systems in the country. And uh, yeah, they move around in Galveston Bay like it's it's an aquarium. <laughs> they, cover, they cover some miles. Those redfish. They do, around.
5: man. They do, and they are. Let me tell you, schooled up is the word. I mean, you'll be sitting there. I'm just talking about nothing, man. You'll be getting gaff top and catfish bites and then all of a sudden it is like boom you get a you get one screaming on the line and then and then you know customers that have been fishing before or people that kind of have a no around the boat oh sharky let me help you let me reel these other rods in for you while she's fighting that right. or while he's fighting that <laughs> boy i'm like don't touch it just no, leave don't it. You touch know, them, getting...
0: let them all go off we're gonna have <laughs> a Heck fire yeah drill <laughs> i'm like if we could keep them in the water
5: buddy we got a real good shot of getting boat up exactly golly so we still i mean it's been so warm we still haven't even transitioned to using crab and mullet yet you know Mm. for for uh for big raids or anything like that we've still been using sand trout and uh, shad and everything else so yeah this will this will do it for us right here probably this would be the kick of uh this will probably be the onset of having to pull over, get some blue crab, and try it. You know, see if that uh, see if that still helps us
0: zone in on them. All right, well, it's gonna be cold. All right, man. Well, uh, do your thing. I'm to move on to the break. But all uh, right, so uh, if somebody wants to get with you guys and come down to the event center or whatever, how they get a hold of you, brother?
5: Well, heck yeah, man. Hop on our website. It's Outcast Fishing with No G. Charters.com. We do have a Black Friday deal going on until noon today. So basically with outcast if you buy a $100 gift card, you can use it whenever, and we'll match it. We'll match that 100 bucks. So you basically get an extra $100 for free, which is super cool. And then if you buy a gift card, um, we're also giving away like a fish and stay package January 1st on Facebook Live. And so your name gets drawn or, or your name gets entered in for that drawing. So that's really oh. cool. You can check all that out at Outcast Fishing with no G and then check us out at Bayside Also, you can see our lodging tours, um, check out our, our facility. It's a lot of fun, man. We'd love to have you guys. Everybody have a safe and blessed weekend. All right, and happy buddy. Lake Thanksgiving to everybody. I hope all right, you're all my friend. feeling full of turkey and goodness.
0: All right. Sharky, always <laughs> good did. talking to you, bud. Take care, man. Yes, sir. We'll holler at you. Thanks, Mickey. Later. All right. All right. That's Sharky Marquez down in G-Town. And I need to take a moment to tell everybody about the Belleville Meat Market. What a great place to have all your processing needs done and to shop in their really nice meat market. Nothing does it like the Belleville. Nobody does. And this week, they're always double featuring, you know, a, a pecan smoked sausage. You can always try it before you buy it. Free samples are always available in the store. And they have a full menu of pecan smoked barbecue that's served Monday through Sunday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. with pulled pork, homemade hot dogs, chopped beef, sliced beef, you name it, the Belleville does it. And custom processing, they do that all year long on pigs and calves. You can have a, a half-calf or a hind quarter processed any way you like. And their wild game processing, they make venny dogs and hog dogs using your own venison or wild pigs. That way you can bring something home from your hunt The entire family can enjoy all year long. They're open Monday through Sunday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Sundays, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. And the Belleville Meat Market celebrating over 42 years serving the greater Houston community. That's the Belleville Meat Market, where meat is our middle name. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game.
3: Sports Radio
4: 610 presents the Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman.
0: Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, 519 here in the Bayou City on a Saturday morning. A little breezy and cool, but uh, could be worse. could be raining. We may get some of that tonight and tomorrow. They're calling for about 70%. Well, let's, uh, let's slide on down to Tiki Island now and check in with Captain James Plog, Captain Little Rat. What's up, man? Big
4: Daddy, what's up, man? Big
0: Daddy, he's at it. I'm in the bait camp. What are you doing, man, getting ready to sharpen some hooks and go get them?
4: Yeah, I'll go get them. Go pile man, on I think them? I, I don't know about that. I, I got some kind of light on yeah, yeah, we're going to go get them, man.
0: A light <laughs> on, on yes, what, your truck?
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm kind of light on. You
0: got alarms going off? <laughs>
4: nah, hey, just send it. <laughs> just keep going.
0: Hey, run it till it
4: quits. Oh, man. Yeah, I know. Did I see that picture of my motor?
0: Yeah, I saw I that.
4: It. Yeah. Chris got it. They They took care of it.
0: I mean, you didn't hit anything, did you?
4: No, I didn't hit nothing. Hey, to hit something that hard, dude, you didn't have no lower unit left.
0: Well, yeah, and you'd tear the, I think you'd knock the. Uh, you'd, knock the yeah. Yeah, you, you'd knock the whole motor off. Yeah. Yeah,
4: you'd knock the whole motor I've never
0: seen one crack like that, and that's that big metal pan around the base under the power head. That's crazy. They had
4: a whole thing, and I think <clears throat> Suzuki told Chris that, man, you just do what you need to do, and he happened to have one, because they can't, they don't have the part. I don't know when I had the part, but Chris had one, and,
0: <clears throat> he had to oh, going yeah. so, so he can just put your new pan under there?
4: <laughs> uh-huh. He had him, you know, used. Him. I said, dude, I don't care if it's I don't care what it is. Just was Mickey
0: up through that crack, getting up underneath. Man, I don't know,
4: Mickey. It got so bad. So Chris said it was one thing. I said, Well, what do I do? He said, Man, just send it. You're good. You've got about four or five more trips in you. I said, All right. So that particular Amen. day, fill
0: her up with Flex Seal and keep on running, like a commercial. <laughs> That's
4: the truth. You
0: can I even, give me some of you that, can even that uh, trust it in shark-infested waters.
4: <laughs> yeah, I give me some Flex Seal tape and just make me, make drum me a bead around there. Yeah. so I go fishing. I'm tired. Just fill it up I with all that way.
0: silicone and then uh, Flex Seal it. You know, put the tape over. It you're good to go. <laughs> oh brother. man, it, hey, we've lived worse a- than that over the years, fire mood, remember? Coat hangers coming out for shift cables. <laughs>
4: oh, I could always see him back there that day shifting. You could see him
0: walk back there. Remember that oh, old Mako we had with the twin motors on it? and He he had a 115 yep. on one side and a 140 on the other because Bobby yeah. was rebuilding his other 140. So he just, uh and the cable was broke. So he just put a coat hanger in there. And when he'd need to put it neutral, he'd go back and push it in, turn the key off. And then when he'd get ready to go, he'd go back and put it in forward and then, here we go. He's gone.
4: Hey, we did what we did what we had to do. That was that that that, had that that little nasty trailer with them
0: with them little ten uh, inch tires, little little ten inch tires. That was donuts. That, oh, my that was gosh. back.
4: You know, of course, now everything's big time like that. But actually, <laughs> it was ahead of it. Well, it wasn't ahead of his time. We just ain't never seen that like it come from Florida. Remember the float on deal?
0: Yeah, little bitty wheels, easy man. roller or something. I forget. <laughs>
4: He spent more time in that field right there on Steel Mill Road getting tires than he did fishing. <laughs> He'd fly off that thing. Crazy. Crazy. Oh, did did. He's an running, animal, brother. dude. Yes, sir. We did. But So, anyway, I was going to tell you, I, I just went fishing. And, man, it got louder and louder. And I'm, like, a long way from home, man. I'm, like, 25 miles. Oh. I'm, like, well, I don't know. It runs. The motor runs. Yeah, And I pulled, actually, I met my guys in my house that day, <clears throat> and I pulled up in front of my house, and it started trying to die, and I swear you would thought it's fixing to fall off of this boat. And I, I called Chris <laughs> and said, hey, dude, I don't know about them four five days you told me about, but this thing's done. <laughs> so I spent about four hours switching over, getting another boat, blah, 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 blah. So anyway, he sends me, he said, man, I found your exhaust leak. I said, okay, cool. And he sent me some pictures. I'm a K I L HD, D two for everybody out there with that new radio. Man, what was that?
0: I don't know. A little glitch there. Keep going. Hey, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's
4: pretty cool. So, I, you know, I told Clint I didn't even look at the talking pictures. talking
0: over us. <laughs> oh,
3: Clint
4: <Carter. laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and I told Chris. I said, "Look, man, I, I, I just fix it. I, don't, I didn't. I didn't look at the pictures. Well, the next morning when I got up, I, I looked at them and spent a little time." And I went, my gosh, dude, how did this thing even stay together? <laughs> how, how did I even get home? That's why I sent you that picture. <clears throat> so, anyway, it's all good, man. It's, it's running. It's, it jumps. Well, I told you Chris, always, look, man, you can
0: always run to Beach City and grab my old Kenner, man. It's yours.
4: Well, I had that, you know, you sent me up there with Fernando. And I told Chris, I said, hey, man, if they don't fix this thing, just take it off. The motor's new. Put it in the dumpster. You can sell it. I don't care what you do with it. And I just had Fernando put me a new one on there. I mean, I got, you know, about 30 more days to go. I ain't got time to be worried about motors. <clears throat> so, anyway, but it's all worked out good. Fish is good, Mickey. It's, you know, we've been every day. Cam and I went. We went Thanksgiving. And that was only really when I, mean, I say slow. We, we piddle around there right there by the house. And I think we caught 10 fish. But it was dead slick. Pouring down rain and dead sled, you couldn't move. You know, we weren't waiting. We just went peeling around. Uh, Wednesday was real good. Tuesday, I played golf in that front. That wasn't good. That was terrible. Absolutely <laughs> terrible. Hey, on top of being a terrible golfer, it was terrible wet. <clears throat> but uh, I guess the best day was Monday. They ate everything in sight Monday, no matter where you stopped, where you went. I mean, that's
0: what I caught. heard. Everybody on my end lit them off on Monday.
4: Isn't it weird? I mean, when they fight, dude, they fight every matter. Yesterday, I think yesterday would have been the same, but I had a problem. I had had wind and current going the same direction.
0: No matter what you
4: did. Well, you couldn't get your bait right.
0: Can't get it down. Can't get it right and can't get it down.
4: Man, you know, Mickey, it don't matter. You, You try to get a heavier head. In your brain, you think that's what you do, but then you don't get bit. And then you got to get through a lighter head, and it, it would just, I mean, look, it wasn't no problem. I mean, we, we caught them, it wasn't no problem, but right. I had a feeling if I had the right wind, the way the fish were biting, it'd have been really lights out. Might have been one in 150 days, but uh, 150.
0: <laughs> one pity <laughs> but but the
4: fish are nice and then we had a little old gig going i guess wednesday uh, them fish pulled up in their shallow after that front and uh i mean we had a good mirror lure and lily bite oh, we was boy. catching on tails and i said man these fish ought to eat a lily
0: man did not fun I catch a, them on lilies and mirror lures man that's dude you
4: know. it's so much better i mean if I never caught another fish on the tail, which that's how we stay in Venice. Though. day in, day out, you and I both know there
0: ain't nothing. No, nothing's going to outfish in a out, uh, soft plastic, but we've done it for so long. We're so good at it. It's just nothing. I, just, I like new, you know, new variables, I, you know. Just There's like nothing hey, me better than and a you, hard bait bite. Golly. Yeah. You know, a corky well, bite, a hard bait bite. It, it's just, it's hard to beat.
4: That's how you and Blaine and Daryl and all of us, we grew That's up fishing with them That's how we grew up. fishing we with our bass on mirror lures, man. Hey, you could take a lily kind of dig it. I was using a sinking one. Right. <clears throat> and just put it in front of their face and just quit reeling. And you could take a 51 like we used to at the refuge, uh-huh. take jig it up, and just kill it, let it sit there in front of their face. And none of these fish are big, Mickey. I ain't catching, I'm just boat fishing. I think waiting you know, if you bang on some stuff that we got, you catch some really yeah, nice fish.
0: probably be a lot nicer fish. Sure, We all know that. But these
4: are good ones, though, man. I mean, butterballs, I don't know what that old slot was that we're fixing to get or used to be or whatever, <laughs> 17 inches or whatever.
0: No, but, no it's going to be 15 to 20.
4: 15 to 20. Well, most yeah, of the fish.
0: That'll be right up our alley.
4: Yeah, well, most of the fish we're catching right now, and I heard Steve say it, and we catch, you know, a fair amount of fish that are 20, Maybe 22 inch This boat fishing, but majority of the fish, you know, 17 and 19 inches. I mean, yeah, good 17,
0: ones. 18, 19s. That's uh, hey, it's better than no bites at all. I mean, fishing. Oh fishing.
4: Mickey, it's it's you know just like we talked about this time of year. That's why you know this is this is what we do this time of year. You roll. That's why you can't have no motor breaking down because no. your boat don't turn over. You're probably gonna catch them. Well, you know, somewhere.
0: Your other and boat I ain't fishing. up. Come to Beach City. I'll hook you up. Just back in, and I'll be waiting on you. you take the I ticket. know you
4: would, buddy. It'd be a lot more fun if you go with me, though. Just me well, it would. Double up on these guys. I know.
0: Him and I were talking about that the other day. We all need to get together and just go out and pound on them.
4: Yeah. Hey, well, Cameron, you, you know, he he run him an old trip yesterday. He did good. They had a good day. Uh, I mean, if anybody wants to go this week, he's in town till the second, and he's. He's out
0: of here. Yeah, back to Los Wenos.
4: Hey, them first few cold fronts, I watch him start packing. So get a little cold for you here, bud.
0: Yeah, he's he's our- <laughs> He he's he's your he's, he's your beach bum looking boy, you know.
4: Yeah, he misses he misses all this stuff. See, he he's got him a pattern. You know, he works on the SEMA during the season. Fish with me. He'll trout fish for about a month and a half, right. and then he's gone. Yeah.
0: Living east a dream, on. brother. Living a dream. I'm telling you,
4: bro. But yeah, Mickey, little. it's been it's been plenty good. Today would be a little bit different. We got a little northeast wind that. that. Wind was due north yesterday. Yeah. it was not. You know how no, it there is. There wasn't with that much current.
0: east in it. I, I stayed north at my house pretty much all day.
4: You want to be able to throw, man. You got to be able to throw up sure. current. You know how it is. it, it just, uh, but it, it was still, like I say, it was still plenty good. But it had potential to be really good.
0: Yeah, nothing's better than a wind at your back with a tide coming to you, boy. You can, uh,
4: yeah, you can ask uh, light uh, them uh, up right there.
0: You can, you can pound holes in them. All right, James. Well, look, buddy. If somebody wants to call you about coming down and fishing, fishing this winter, that's what you specialize in. You love it this time of year. How do they get a hold of you, buddy?
4: Hi, right, Mick. Four nine seven seven one seven three zero six. Hey, how about hey, your old turkey? Sound like he was good.
0: Oh, it turned out – I'm still in shock over that.
4: <laughs> well, you're a good cook. Hey, you know how to even cook. Even
0: Big Rat came down to my house and got some turkey and dressing yesterday. It had to be it.
4: good. If you suck, if you suck Big had out, it, it had to be good.
0: Hey, Big Rat came <clears> and got him some to take home and make sandwiches, so it's a good deal.
4: That's awesome. All right,
0: All buddy. Right, have brother. a good one. <laughs> well, hey, James, you have a good day. Catch, up, catch an eight today.
4: we're going to try. Bye. Later,
0: man. All right. All right, that's Captain James Plog down in Tiki Island, G-Town, basically. Well, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about Boyd's One Stop. They're the home of the super slimy powerhouse croakers, and they're all supercharged up, and uh, no bait is finer from their live wells to your tank than Boyd's One Stop. They're located at 227 Dyke Road right there at the base of the Texas City Dyke, and if you're looking for a good way to live your live bait, look no farther than their oxygen response system it's great for uh, your live bait or your tournament fish they have their bottles and all their regulators and diffusers on display right there in the store and if you need more info about it call jason cogman at 281-701-8107 and when you're by the store check out their display of all their fine seafood if you're looking for the big nine twelve count Wild-caught guff shrimp, Boyd's has always got them, plus 16, 18s, whatever size shrimp you're looking for, they have them. They're fresh, and they're priced right, and they even have live blue crab this time of year. And uh, just about anything you want at Boyd's, they've got you covered. Even if you're looking for artificial lures, they have them in their store also. You can call them at 409-945-4001 or check them out at Boyd'sOneStop.com. And when you go by and see the good folks at Boyd's, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you.
4: Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents the Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman.
0: Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. 536 here in the Bayou City. All right. Uh, Man, we're already in the final segment of the second hour and no better way to end it than uh, go down and talk a little little outdoors, whether it's... Dove hunting, quail hunting, deer hunting, you name it, with Captain Blaine fryer in deep south Texas, Jim Hogg County. Blaine, what's up? Good morning, everyone. How you doing, buddy? Well,
2: we're sitting on the front porch down here deciding what we're going to do today in the rain.
0: Right. (laughs) I looked at the radar I said, man, Blaine's getting a little bit of light rain, and then it built up. It got heavier. I said, look at this. it,
2: (laughs) It was pouring a little while ago. Coming down hard. We're uh we're just living the dream down here. Everything's looking good. More rain, more grass, more grass burrs, huh. more quail. Oh, I bugs. bet the grass
0: burrs are bad this year.
2: <laughs> it's been raining so much that we have like three different crops of grass burrs down here. You got your six inch ones tall, and you got your twelve inch tall, and then you got your <laughs> eighteen inch tall grass burrs. <laughs> oh boy. Those poor quail hunters hunted the other day, and they had some dogs that had lots of lots of furry dogs, you know, like shaggy Uh-oh. dogs. Yeah. They came in. They had to spend an hour on each dog when they got back in to get all the grass burrs out of the dogs. Oh, it gosh. was terrible.
0: <laughs> and we're not talking about your little, you know, Houston, Baytown area little grass burrs. We're talking about big ones. <laughs> Boy, all those things. Talking are- about- Nasty.
2: Each dog had hundreds of grass burrs all underneath them and under their armpits and in their eyelids and their paws. Oh, it's terrible. Time to break out the of those years. Ears. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, they did. That's what they're doing. They were just shaving them. But anyway, we're uh we're kind of kind of slow this weekend. We didn't have any customers down here, so we're just working. I got all the guys down here that work for us. We're all working and having a little bit of fun. We've been doing a little bit of hunting for on our own, but we're still not seeing the big
0: boys, but we're spending spend a lot a of time years. on that tractor yesterday fixing <laughs> roads. And now just in time for this rain to mess them up again. How <laughs> well, about
2: that? That's the thing.
0: You know, I've been neglecting some of those roads. We, I worked on the county road all the time, you know,
2: because it's so much traffic. But all of our little oil field roads that go through our ranches, I've been mm. neglecting them, and it got it rained again the other day and it softened them up a little bit. So I went down there yesterday and we just worked all day on smoothing it out the potholes. So we don't hit them too hard, you know. Right. When you go down to five miles an hour, that's that's kind of rough road. But anyway, we're uh, <clears throat> looking pretty good, man. We the other day I wasn't here. I, I went home for one day for my Thanksgiving break, and that was Wednesday. And it was How cold
0: do do that, that morning. You know, I, I I was telling Pete that yesterday. I said Blaine came all the way back home on Wednesday, dropped the grain trailer off, then came home, and then turned around and went straight back all in one day. That's I quick. went. I,
2: I did. Well, it, it was worrying me to death because Craig and all the boys hunted on Wednesday morning. When I left, I left at four o'clock this morning and headed to Baytown. Got there and got all my business done, and I decided to take a nap. And when I got up for my nap, I, I was talking to the boys, and they, one blind saw thirty bucks, another blind saw twenty-two bucks, another blind wow. saw eighteen. Bucks. And we we haven't been seeing them. We haven't been seeing those deer. I said, Well, I got to get me get back there and get me some of that i want to see yeah. all these bucks moving. well I, I made it back that night and and uh the next morning i got up and hunted and i saw two bucks at the blind i went to <laughs> it was terrible so that's just the way this deer hunting is right now you know we if it gets cold we're gonna have a really good hunt just cool you know The cold is 50 degrees down here so right. if it'll get cold the deer will move if it warms up man these bucks it's just so green, Mickey. The bucks just don't want to move around. They they don't have to walk 15 yards to get no. all they need to eat. It's just green as it can be. But every time it gets cold, they come racing to that corn. And you know how we put the corn out, and the does are still coming. You at every blind, you can see 50 does and, and yearlings and a lot yeah. of you know a lot of little baby bucks. You know, little four points and that kind of stuff. But Jesus, I don't, I don't. It's it's been a tough deer hunting year already. But uh, as soon Man, as it I'm cools down. I'm hearing a lot of
0: people. They're just, you know, they're, they'll get that one hunt where they go, wow, should I go ahead look and at take a this? deer now? But it's so early in the season, you know, I can understand them being selective. And then they'll pass on oh, those. Yeah. And then, then it just goes goes bad, and they don't see anything mature for two weeks, you know. It's crazy. Oh,
2: yeah.
0: Well, this, this is our new spill
2: when we, a, a customer comes in your first hunt is probably going to be your best hunt and they go huh well yeah we haven't fed these deer for three or four days and they haven't had any corn so uh, no matter what the temperature no matter what and if it's not foggy no matter what you're going to see a whole bunch of bucks right off the bat you better get him because it's going to slow down immediately yeah. and they just don't take your word for it they just won't take it they because they see all these deer and then they say well i'll just wait and get him on the next one after we come back and talk to the all the gang about what deer we've seen. Well, they never see those deer again. That's just the way it's been so far. Right. Now, let it get cold. Let it get cold, and those deer will come out every day to eat corn. So We'll see how the weather treats us this fall and winter. <clears throat> but they're calling for some colder weather coming in this next week, but by the time our customers show up again, we have a, a good trip next weekend. By the time they show up, it's probably going to start warming up again. Well, and you know what that means, fog. Oh yeah, that's what it was yesterday morning. Yesterday morning was extremely foggy. I'm talking like fifty yards.
0: Ooh, that's that's,
2: not that's good. That's the that is that's the worst thing that can happen in South Texas because when it's warm, the deer move a lot better in the mornings than they do in the evenings. So right. your best hunt's gonna be your morning hunt. And so it was foggy. Most the the furthest you could see was a hundred yards at any blind yesterday morning. So yeah, and then by about eight thirty. Eight thirty, the fog lifted, and there's no deer out there, and all your corn's
0: gone. So
2: that's just what happens in South Texas. So yeah,
0: them old big big boys, they always skirt way outside of those blinds. You know, they know that's their territory, oh, yeah. and, and uh, they used to feel safe. But boy, with these new rifles and scopes we got, we started <laughs> started laying that's them babies right. down out there at three hundred yards, no problem. <laughs>
2: Man, I tell you, the equipment's got a lot better on everything we do, hasn't it? In our lifetime,
0: our fishing gear, hunting gear—I mean, everything:
2: boats, motors. Uh, maybe not. Even at all. Well,
0: well, this is our forty-first year here, Mickey, and this is uh—we're kind been of on that top long of already. My gosh, boy, we were kids years. down there back in the day. <laughs> at the hey, I, we've been I at found the same some brand. old pictures. Uh, when uh, Mickey Ray shot his first deer down there, and he was a little kid, and. And I looked in those pictures and you and I look like young teenagers young- looking. I'm going, man, oh, yeah. I'd give you anything to look, feel Lean to look that and good trim. again. <laughs>
2: hey, I'm sitting in the kitchen right now. We have all these bulletin boards and if you if you believe it or not, there wasn't any phones or cameras back in those days when we first got this place. You had to right. take Polaroids and just regular you had to take your your film to Walgreens to get it printed up so you could have right. pictures. And I'm looking at pictures right now of you and me and all of our customers and families. And that's forty years ago. It's crazy how things have changed. now you don't nobody ever takes any pictures. Now they just put it on their phone and then send it to somebody if somebody wants to look at a picture. Right. And
0: boy. And that, speaking that of pictures, a that million one people you sent me of that uh, thirty five inch wide uh, deer in the movie grande, man, what a what a unusual that was a freak. What a wide. Somebody deer. sent me that
2: picture last night while I was sleeping, and I got up this morning and because I went to bed so early last night. I went to bed at 7 o'clock. I got up early. Said, Somebody sent me something. That's wide deer for Texas. That's, what is it? What was it? 31 or 35 and before? an eighth?
0: Yeah, I didn't look that it's far. I was the looking at the widest deer. division wow. for sure. That will win the wide division. Yeah. The widest we've ever killed in 41 years
2: is 25 that is our widest one. We've got a lot of 20 inches of over 20 inches, but I'll tell you what, for some reason, that's down here in the sand country. We just don't get them that wide down here. Yeah. Not the right nutrients in the ground to make those horns go wide.
0: Yeah, that's one of uh, J.P.'s. That's incredible. One of J.P.,
2: one of the guys that works down here, J.P. Davis, He's he's got to bring some of his family in this week because we didn't have anybody, and he took care of all of his grandkids. One grandkid killed a five pointer, one of them killed a six pointer. I'm talking like mature deer. Then another one of his his kids yesterday killed a ten point They didn't have any brow tines, what so it made it an eight point. But it's uh it's eighteen inches wide and mm. it got long tines. That's Just a no good brow tines. For that
0: kid. Did we lose you? <clears throat> no you are. I'm right here. Okay, I'm here. Yeah, you've kind of faded I'm, out there for a minute.
2: Well, I'm I'm sitting right here next to our booster, right here in the kitchen, which is the best spot we got. Sometimes Mickey, they just shut us down down here. These phones, if
0: there's yeah, something that's, going that's on, yeah, has got to have something to do with the border, you know, with all the it stuff does. going on down there. They can they can shut
2: everybody's phones down if they got something
0: drastic going on
2: and they don't want anybody to talk on their phones. They can shut it down, and it happens all the time down here, right. So, no one can communicate when that's when that's going on man but anyway we're uh well hunted last weekend with dogs and it was an excellent hunt although it was hot and you know dog handlers don't like the heat because their dogs can't work as good can't smell as good and all that right. but you know they did good they hit probably they hit hunted friday afternoon all day saturday and sunday morning they probably hit 25 coveys total oh that's and awesome. uh they're and they're all shooting four tens, and so you know how that went. Four tens? Yeah, a lot of people sh- shoot pen-raised birds with four tens, and it's easy to do. And pin raised birds aren't very tough. No. But when you come down and shoot these wild birds, first off, they're faster, and second off, they're so tough you can hit them hard, and they're still going to run. So when they hit the ground, so anyway, it was needless to say we didn't kill very many quail, but they had a very very good hunt. So it's not always how many you shoot; it's just all about the when you're a real quail hunter it's all about the dogs going on point and you walking up to them and the cubby rise and you know the anticipation of birds going everywhere it's that's the big thrill of quail
0: hunting yeah i remember watching uh a tv show and uh, hank parker's son was down there filming at your ranch and they were quail hunting and after that first day he looked at all his buddies and said hey man these wild birds are Fast <laughs> they couldn't hit the broadside of a barn, and
2: most people have never hunted wild quail, Mickey, so they don't know. And so, that's the thrill of our ranch down here. These people come in from all the world to hunt quail down here in Hebronville. We are absolutely the hub of the best quail hunting in the world, and this is the last good stand of Bob White Quail. So, that's why Jim hall County Airport has the biggest airport around they can land these giant jets these guys come in from all over the world
0: well deer hunters people, show but... up in uh, f-250s and quail hunters show up in lear jets <laughs> that's exactly right
2: <laughs> it's a gentleman's sport and it it's is, expensive uh,
0: <laughs> well it's, uh, i remember when
2: you and i used to get, walk through the neighborhood over here along cedar bio and shoot them with our pellet guns
0: remember we remember one, in evergreen Man, we used to have a lot of coveys of quail we, <laughs> we did we did
2: we sure did. Not anymore. But this is the last place that does have them, and people go crazy. They just can't believe
0: that they can see 50 cubbies in one day. Yeah, and, know, It's
2: not just our ranch. It's every ranch down
0: here. Well, you know, ever since I was a kid, you know, Jim Hogg County, Hebronville, that's always been the bird capital of Texas, of what they used to call it back in the day, all the yeah. old-timers. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Yeah. And said it's all also the, the snake, world, snake capital, you know, like Freer oh, and all that area are, through there. It just, we, man, we still. are You got birds, you got snakes, baby.
2: I, I'd have to say that our ranch has the most and the biggest rattlesnakes that anywhere around. We we feed it so much, all the rats thrive and the mice, and then the, the snakes thrive on the rats and mice. So, there you go.
0: Well, perpetual. Makes sense. You feed feed them, they will come. I've seen more big snakes killed down there at your place and anywhere. It just Yeah.
2: I mean, we also spend a lot of time boys. out in That's we're always coming and going around in all these ranches and we're on the on the driving through the ranches and those those snakes will just lay up in the middle of the road and there they are. We're looking good, Mickey. We got a lot of doves still. I don't know when that opens, pretty soon. So our deer hunters can have fun after they shoot a deer, they can go shoot some doves. Right. But uh, the quail look good. The doves look good. The deer look good. The hogs are terrible, and they're too smart for us. One of our guys, Travis, killed one yesterday, just number 12 blind. He killed a 240-pounder.
0: Ooh, and that's a that's,
2: it's real, real rare for us to shoot these hogs in the daylight hours. There's, we're too much activity here, and those hogs get smart real quick. I mean,
0: I'd say 99% of the time that I've hunted down there, the best time to see hogs is right at dusk. Yes, That's sir. when they start. That's exactly, that.
2: they start moving. Yep, that's exactly right. And then they, all of our cameras that we have out say that most of these bigger hogs, the, the boars, move at like 2 a.m. That's when they're doing their best feeding. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got one that's about a 400 pounder, and we think we got one that's a 500 pounder that we're going to try to get. It's, it's it's incredible. They look like a calf, they're so big. I don't know how they can get through a barbed wire fence or underneath it. I don't I don't know what they do. Maybe they're just trapped in a barbed wire fence. They're so big, I don't know how they can get out of it.
0: Well, I was hunting that Pedro blind, your favorite blind that time, and uh, I look out that right window, and I'm going, man, that looks like, you know, a black calf, you know, a black Angus calf sitting over there, and it was a hog laying down in that field, that meadow out there.
3: Yeah. And he stood up
0: (laughs) and started walking off. I I regret not shooting that that pig because uh, – You know, but I was hunting for a big deer, you know, that big egg right. corner we kept seeing. and That's the oh way it man. works. Cause... I mean, that thing was huge. I don't, I couldn't even put a number on it on what I thought that pig weighed. What a giant
2: monster. Think how many
0: pounds of corn he's eaten in his lifetime of our Lord corn. Lord have mercy. <laughs> and
2: they're bullies. Those hogs come through. They'll push all the deer out.
0: Yeah, one like that. That I mean, that was hogzilla. It's crazy. Well. Yeah.
2: The deer are pretty timid. I've seen them. Havellinas run the deer off all the time. Uh Sandhill cranes will run the deer off when the sandhill cranes come in. Oh, they,
0: those deer do not like those cranes. They do not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was having one of the best hunts I ever had at the southeast blind one day, and about eight or ten of those sandhills landed and ran every deer off, and they wouldn't come back out till those cranes left.
2: No, I know it. I know it's crazy. it. Crazy. They're kidding. Yeah.
0: We're still having one of our best hunts in
2: the yard here, Mickey. We've been feeding them all year, and we've probably got 40 deer here in the yard and eight That's or ten bucks. That's the best bucks, seat in the house
0: there. right there. There ain't nothing like well, sitting on that porch and having a cocktail just, and watching all the wild animals. It's pretty cool.
2: If you like looking at them, this is the place to go, and it's not just that. There's millions of birds, and oh, there's everything comes out right here. Haviland is every now and then a hog. Coyotes. We, I shot a coyote here off the front porch uh, yesterday about 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So. It's, you never know, you never know. And Greg Olive killed two uh, coyotes yesterday sitting at a blind. There was five of them came through, and he got two of them before they could get away.
0: Remember when They're old chasing deer shot that uh, coyote with that lapua at about 550 yards? That was yeah. nasty. <laughs> well,
2: the coyotes are chasing our baby
0: deer. They always
2: have and always will, and you can't stop yep. them. But, man, that's, that's just part of nature down here. The coyotes are... They're fat too. They're in, nothing's gone hungry this year. We're in a definite great, great season. A thriving resource.
4: <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Anyway, we're uh, we're gonna go out and do something in this rain. I don't know what. I guess we'll just go look. You know, try to scout a little bit. Scout for these hunters coming up. We got some guys coming in from Lake Charles next weekend. So, man, they're making their first
0: hunt down here, and we'll see how yeah, they do. You got do. a big group next weekend, don't you?
2: Yeah, we got uh, 10 or 12 people coming in. Uh, some of them have been here before, but most of them haven't. And they're coming in on their Learjet, jet, too, by the way. Yeah. Deer hunters. Oh.
0: Deer hunters. <laughs> they're stepping <laughs> it up a notch, buddy.
2: <laughs> it's some construction company out through the end.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, mm. man. Well, hey, if somebody wants right. to call you about coming down and getting in, in uh, deer, you know, dove season opens back up December 15th, so uh, they can. They can. We can, can get all kinds up. of stuff. Sugar, we got it all whale, going on right dove, now. Deer. Yep, we
2: got plenty of openings too, Mickey. Call me at seven one three seven zero three six six five six. I'll call you back if I miss your call. All
0: Thank right, you all. Blaine. Hey, we always a pleasure. Have fun. See you, all man. Right. See you soon. All man. right. Bye bye. All right, that's Captain Blaine Friermood down in deep south Texas, down by the border. It's time for our top of the hour break and the national anthem and all that. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back.
3: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. There's joy in every journey.
4: All-Star Closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?